This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome, welcome. Do come in. Yes, come on, do come in. Wipe your feet first, though, you f- I don't want dog on the carpet. Now, settle yourselves down and get ready for the next instalment of the Podvin calendar. Now, I popped out on the sleigh yesterday to go and see those b- at Holmesdale Radio, hoping to find out when I might be receiving payment for all of this nonsense. Well, as it turns out, all of the money raised by this will be going to the Palace for Life Foundation. And yes, I know I say that at the end of every episode, but I thought that was just for show, and I'd be skimming a bit off the top. No such luck. Well, so I thought, f*** them. I'm going to secretly record the Homesdale Radio Office Christmas party and release it as a scandalous two-part expose. Cover your ears, boys and girls. Here we go. You look, yeah, you look like one of those people used to be on chat roulette, just like f***ing under the camera. Hambo! <laughs> just trying to isolate the movement into the wrist and not the shoulder. Don't make eye contact with me, it's weird. <laughs> I, gen- I genuinely can't do camera on Skype and talk at the same time. That's right, we know you look like. <laughs> exactly. Wait, Albert, did you hold the mic like that for every show? Well, I have to, don't I? Because the stand's falling off. You might... You- <laughs> You, you might drop it at the end of every show, just like... Phew. Sometimes, halfway through the show, although not intentionally. <laughs> right, so I've got... Um, uh, hopefully, Mikey's starting. Hey, uh, I've, got, I've got a question for you, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, when, when a footballer... I'm not going to give his name, right? Because he might... We might not be able to sort things out and he might not be on and it would just be, you know, it would just sound bad if we didn't get him on. But his name rhymes with prawn sherry. <laughs> um, <laughs> that sounds disgusting. That yeah. sounds like something from Obama Lama. <laughs> Thing it, yeah, it sounds a bit Christmassy as well, though. I might try one at Christmas. Um, when you send them a really, uh, what I would say is too long a text and, they, you know, and it's delivered but it hasn't been read for three hours later is that like does that mean that they were busy or they've seen it just 
they've seen the first part and gone, ugh. Um, no, I don't quite, quite a lot of academy football gets played on a Monday, so I reckon he might be watching a game. All right. Well, that makes me feel slightly better. What was it like when uh, Dougie <laughs> what started? Start? What? Oh, what, how, did, how did it start? Hi, Sean. Mm. Sorry, good so far. No, Deza. It should have been Deza just straight off the bat. But there you, oh, go. you have to build up to that because I can call now, but I can't. I can't, you know, I, that's just taken a few years. Is that what you call him? Yeah. Oh, I call him. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, Mikey, we've got libelous mouth on again. We're going to bleep every word of that. Libelous my, mouth. My, my libelous mouth is about to be full of leftover dominoes. You're going to watch it as well. I'm assuming you mean the pizza and not the um, pub game. Or the, I'd like to see that. Or the singer. Who's the singer? That's Domino's. Was he a singer? That's Domino. He was. He only died like two weeks ago. Did he? Yeah. Oh, there we go. It's a somber, somber tone. Sang Blueberry <laughs> Hill, if I'm not mistaken. He did. Oh, I've depressed myself now. And Reet Petit. Oh, that was good. No. That's that... Jackie Wilson. <laughs> oh, yeah, of No, I'm not having that. What were you talking about the other day? Was it Nick who was going out about it being a Geordie song? I uh, read Petit. Uh, read yeah, Petit it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Geordie song about the former Arsenal and France midfielder Emmanuel, Emmanuel Petit. Petit. <laughs> of course it is. Of course. Do <laughs> oh. you, like, you like my new flat? Mm. I can't see it, mate. This is a oral, aural, sorry, medium, and you're talking about video. <laughs> We're on video. Yeah, but the listeners can't listen to your video, can they? Well, they can. Great. I didn't realise yeah. we'd started recording. Well, that was but, that's the that's the charm of it, Luce. Are we started recording? <laughs> yeah. Do you so not realise? So I shouldn't say that Lucy's got her tits out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how'd you get how you, you get a video on here then? <laughs> well, it's terrible to think that people just assume that that's the case anyway. I just uh, <laughs> anyone that knows her, it's just a, yeah. Chris. Chris has whacked one out as well. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I've cut, I, I dropped a Rolo on it and it kind of it's just melted into the nipple and now I can't tell the difference it's a Rolo in the nipple is it the last I have to ask is it the last Rolo no mm. you're not it's the first one <laughs> Got to put the rest you know on. my mum listens to this right oh Jesus we really have to cut all of this out <laughs> I, I, I legitimately did not realise that we were recording well me neither I did think you were a little sweary and libelous really quickly so but then that's you <laughs> You have got to, we've got to take that out. Well, <laughs> the trouble I, is, I keep in control of that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I had a oh. suspicion we were recording when Chris, albeit quite poorly, disguised the name of Sean Derry. I thought if if we weren't recording, he'd have just said Sean Derry. I would have done, yeah. Instead uh, of instead of Prawn Sherry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, obviously now you've said the name, it renders that entire thing ridiculous. Yeah. Wow, and the <laughs> bit as well. Yeah. And the fact that I've got my boobs out. Yeah, <laughs> all of this is just its just chaos. What a way to start. It's basically, it's basically like the Homesdale Radio Christmas party, isn't it? Someone's got their tits out, <laughs> someone's called someone a... <laughs> 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 uh, That's just usually all hamburgers. It's me and mainly all of those things are me. <laughs> And then I go home. <laughs> He's in the mirror in the men's toilets in the cherry tree, just tits out, calling himself a. <laughs> with a packet of Rolos. Mate, you cannot see anything in the, mirror, in the mirrors at the cherry trees. Come on. 
<laughs> that is very true. <laughs> <laughs> you bet got better reflection in the water in the toilet than they have to kind of <laughs> dodge the uh, the turd and it's kind of blocking the reflection. Oh my goodness. Help face. <laughs> Until you realise there isn't a turd and that is the reflection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is, this is going extremely well. <laughs> uh, anyone else got anything they want to talk about? <laughs> for the show or not for the show? Generally. So, just for clarity, have we started recording? Oh, yes. Yeah, we've we've done nearly 10 minutes of content now. We only have to do another half hour. It's going to be great. And tune in tomorrow. For... <laughs> Albert, uh, is yo. it true... Rumour has it that you're the voice of Santa on the Homestyle Radio podcast. Is that right? Uh, or is no. it actually Santa? I, well, I don't want to, you know, there's there's some, still some believers out there, aren't there? So, you know, for their benefit, I have to say no. And um, I got sort of uh, told today, and I think I've said this before as well, but um, a lot of people think that that's me doing that. So whoever it actually is can actually... She's just able to do a really good impression of me doing an impression of Santa, which is odd. Wow. Yeah. That, that adds to the mystery. Perhaps yeah. you should do an impression of Bernard Manning doing Santa. <laughs> that was that was weird. Uh, episode five, if you haven't heard of it, of the uh, the pod, <laughs> podvent calendar, where suddenly I can speak like Bernard Manning and I didn't know that I could and I'd never tried before. <laughs> Basically, there's this fella from the North Pole who lives on my street and he's walking... I said to his wife. Uh, it was it was horrifying. I, I was surprised at the time, and even more surprised listening back. It was like I channeled Manning. If all the people that I could channel is Bernard Manning, for God's sake. He likes Crit. to sit in his pants as well. Hey, <laughs> come on! <laughs> Give all the secrets away. Chris, <laughs> to check, you did say sit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, Chris. For, for the listeners, can you say fair enough in a Bernard Manning voice? Uh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point, that. Yeah. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Mark. No, that's great. Oh, got, got, your, got your pal. Now I've all my interviews. Interview everybody as Bernard Manning. That'd be good. <laughs> so, prone. Can I call you prone? <laughs> Lucy has officially lost it. She's <laughs> to be fair, that's probably one of the less offensive names that Bernard Manning's used to describe someone else. Recording uh, some clips from my uh, from my regular Christmas game. That will be another show. Obviously, hopefully, one after it'll be after this, or I'm introducing something that's happened in the past. And Mike, you'll be, be now on it. Sorry, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was uh, I was sort of struck by I should have realised this before because we've sort of done that game most years for the last sort of three or four years but it's either really really racist or really really inaccurate in terms of the uh, the impressions so I've I've got a feeling oh, you know what I think it's going to create some amusement this year but perhaps not in the way I originally intended you've thought, you've thought that every year <laughs> I, I have. <laughs> um, I just think I've really, real, really nailed the French accent this year. There's, I've noticed this. There's less nationalities in the uh, in the squad than there used to be. I swear, because I used to have a, 
a whole load of options to choose from. Who can forget my uh, my Johnny Parr impression where I sounded like a Transylvanian? It was, um, you know, sorry, I've, in case anyone wasn't sure, because I did claim that that was the real Johnny Parr, I have to now confess it wasn't Johnny Parr. The jig is up. <laughs> it is indeed. It was a cheese grater that he got for Christmas that year because it's uh, it was invented in Norway. Is there, there, there's, you know, a lot of thought goes into it, I'll be honest. Didn't you didn't you get me like jedding like a boomerang? Yeah, <laughs> not, not all of it has a lot of thought going into it. I'm not being funny. I'm not being funny. I think I got about four after like the first couple went like normally. I got like the remaining three just by knowing the nationality of the person. Yeah, what the stereotypical thing you would. Yeah, it's like the Scottish one, well, shortbread. Listen, if you're playing along this year, I'm not sure if you're gonna be on that show, but if you are, stick with that. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good way to go. <laughs> What would, what would you do for a German? My wife would like to know. Well, uh, I think the question here, Terence, is what would you do for a German? <laughs> yeah, I've already done it all, mate. Steady. Steady. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, there's this sort of bratwurst and sauerkraut roots, I suppose, that I might go down. Or I might be a little bit more subversive than that. And um, No, <laughs> no, I've stopped myself from saying what I was about to say. <laughs> Go back. It's, a it's a trap. It's a trap. I noticed it was a trap. It's right there. there. Uh, you never know what I was going to say. If you ever wanted to revisit uh, something that I claim never happened, which was a character on the show called Dr. Oak, and some of the things he used to get away with. <laughs> I say get away with. I don't really know who was listening. But, um, yeah. I, you know, that, that had to stop because because of the similar things that I was about to say. Let's just leave it at that. You're very lucky in an age where everyone's going back through people's social medias now that it's not actually in written word and it's recorded. Yeah. And no no one's going to be bothered. (laughs) Absolutely right. I'll be honest, the more offensive thing about Dr. Trunk was just that he was rubbish. (laughs) (laughs) Did anyone hear it? Yeah, exactly. Come on. I think Dr. Dr. Trunk made a comeback. I offended the whole of Norfolk on fan TV. Yes. Well, the four people in Norfolk that were watching Fat TV. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's being generous. That, that was being generous. Because I, none of them have got TVs. Not, that's not a slight on hey, hey. Four people, 48 fingers. <laughs> <laughs> we were good on that, weren't we? Do you remember? Do you remember how good we were? Some say probably the highlight. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And Lucy said we were the highlight. Yeah, she did. And, you know, Lucy's often right about these things. I'm always right. It's a good judge of character. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> should we should we go Absolutely through the list? Should we not. go through the list, Lucy? <laughs> just the last no. five. Just the last five years, and then uh, <laughs> then we'll be done. Oh God, no, no. <laughs> we haven't got time to do that. <laughs> should we uh, should we talk something Christmassy? It's got to be something Christmassy to talk about, right? Um, I guess. I just yeah. came back from Minnesota. That's a quite a Christmassy place. Very snowy. You were uh, you stayed you you basically went to a listener's house, didn't you? I did. Yes. Um, That's Jason. weird. It, it was a little bit weird. Um, so I got into Minnesota on the Friday night before the West Brom game and had the rehearsal dinner for the wedding that I was going to on the Saturday. And then um, while I, was looking, I looked through Twitter to see if there was um, some sort of Minnesota Crystal Palace fan club. And alas, there was at CPFC Minnesota. So I messaged him. I said, uh, where are you lot watching the game tomorrow? He's like, oh, they've changed the broadcasting. Minnesota, out there. probably. 
Yeah, it's a big place, Minnesota. So we went to Fargo, no. And um, basically, they changed the TV rights out there now. So it's similar to here where there's a few games on TV, like the main ones, and then the rest you have to stream. And it's kind of killed the bar vibe a bit out there because people don't, the bars don't stream the games. So he just said, oh, I'm, I'm watching it at mine with my wife. You're more than welcome to come over. So having nowhere, else to, having nowhere else to watch the so, game. Obviously, you, you hear the words... <laughs> home wife and immediately you're there aren't you that's the thing <laughs> come over yeah <laughs> it's, it's, it's just immediate you know the whole sentence just yeah, was brilliant. <laughs> so, did you uh, take your keys with you <laughs> I, I um well i made my wife get into the car and drive us like about 45 minutes um to the other side of minneapolis and um jason is a top guy like he was the, him and his wife are lovely he's got a bar in his basement like a pub and um we watched a game had snacks had beers like it was um <laughs> it was, seriously like come on that's impressive <laughs> impressive this is this is this is a podcast <laughs> so you can't hang on on my monitor right now right so, but yeah, so we watched the game, and um, they were lo- lovely people. So thank you to Jason um, and Robin for allowing us to watch the game with you. And he gave me a Palace shirt as well, one, a very very rare fashion one from the nineties, um, very red and blue with like the sort of geometric eagle on the back. And um, they are extremely rare, so it was very very kind of him to do that. Oh, that's that's absolutely amazing. <laughs> uh, just a quick question, though, because uh, Lucy made me think of this. Um, if there are only two couples, do you actually need to put the keys in a bowl, or do you just exchange <laughs> keys? Surely you would just exchange. I mean, you partners. don't even need the keys, really. Yeah, you just, the keys are. Irrelevant, I've never got they, the really? key thing in general. What is the significance of the keys? So you put the keys in the bowl. Yeah. And everyone takes it in turn to walk up the women to take the keys out. And whoever car keys they pick out, they go home with them, apparently. You seem to know a lot about this. But what if it's my wife's car? Well, then (laughs) I I think you pick again. No, but what if if the women are picking the keys, but I've, pardon the phrase, come in my wife's car? (laughs) (laughs) I I can't pardon the phrase. No. <laughs> why I just, what I understand is why can't you just put names on a on a post-it note and put them in the bowl? I play that game and you have to guess who your partner is. What if, Sorry, two, we... what if two people have got a Kia Sportage? Sorry, Albert, the the answer to the question, why don't we just put names in the bowl, is why you don't get invited to these things, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no Albert, you can't, you can't bring the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> it's unacceptable. <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, so that was that was lovely of them to watch it with me, and then um, after that went to the wedding, and um, pretty much eighty percent of the wedding caught norovirus. <laughs> oh no! Uh, yeah, exactly. So that was um, it was really handy because I lost all my holiday weight. So um, yeah. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> what about the rest of it? <laughs> oh, oh, hang on! <laughs> I love oh, you, really, Terence. Really rude. You suggesting I've got more roles than an Ashley Young dive? <laughs> no, not at all. You're a very handsome man, Terence. Yeah, but my, my, my gut less so. <laughs> you ready? Bit of, bit of silence. What you say? What you say? You ready for? We're <laughs> getting a preview. <laughs> oh, not the. Oh. <laughs> so we gonna have to include like? I do. I do the preview. That's that's my thing, right? 
Yeah. Well, it was. And we mate. always win when you don't do it. No, that's not true. That is really not true. We drew okay, it. we don't lose when you don't do it. Can you can you remember when what it was like to do a preview show, Terence? <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. But as I, as I was saying, so apologies to the people who was looking out for one this week. As well, most people weren't because they think. Sorry, right. it could be it could be any week. <clears throat> But I had norovirus, and I was not in a state to do it. You did not want to hear that <laughs> down a microphone, that's for sure. And um, there will be this one week, but we're moving it now to a Thursday night instead. And um, we're going to do it Thursdays because Roy has been doing his presses on Thursdays, so we thought that that we might as well wait for that. So Thursday nights will be the new nights for the preview podcast. And are you still insisting that no one else is allowed to run a Skype call until you're on it because you're such a diva? <laughs> Um, my, my, my Skype issues are unprecedented. Um, I do it through a work laptop. I don't have a laptop of my own and there's all sorts of blocks on it. It's really boring behind the curtain stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, I've got a confession, right? It's, um, and there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Well, I've got I've got a series of things I probably should confess, but I'm going to confess this one. When we uh, obviously we're putting a lot of uh, a lot of shows together for this Podvent calendar, and um, well, Nick Philpot and I did a brilliant, and I mean brilliant, forty minute interview with Keith Millen. You know, it was absolutely superb. It was extreme. Ah. It was extremely <laughs> funny. You know what's coming. It's extremely funny. Keith was uh, bantering with his wife during the call. We had a brilliant tactical discussion about why Hodgson was playing the way he was playing, how you get the best out of Wilfred Zaha. Just wonderful memories from Keith about his time at Palace and you know his early career. We had another recap of that. Um, and it was just it was great talking to him. He's such a nice, down to earth guy. And the forty minutes is entirely silent. <laughs> well, not file. Mm. We've had uh, we had an issue. We had an who, issue. And I, and I, who was the producer? It was me. I was the producer. Or not? <laughs> it's just I don't know. I don't know what happened. Something happened. Something happened. I don't know. It must have accidentally clicked a certain button or something like that. Or whether the person previous to it had accidentally clicked it when stopping the encoder. Get a bit technical now. But there's a little. There's a red button which. Why is it there? That's <laughs> all it does. It's just it's allow you to record with no sound. <laughs> Someone needs to get rid of that button. But um, but yeah. What does yeah, Mikey do to you in this sort of situation? Um, well, I was giving him grief about something, and he and he said, "It's a good job you're giving me grief in a conversation where you haven't admitted to recording forty minutes of silence." <laughs> so, um, I've seen the movie Contact. 
it's, it's like when the ship like drops through in like three seconds, but there's like a few hours of like just silent, like well, you know, fuzzy movie. It's yeah. basically what you've done. Yeah, but if there was a film made about Chris, then it would be Contact. Wow, wow! Does that joke work when it's bleeped? Because it's got to be bleeped. <laughs> <laughs> I was like watching. We'll Albert. find out, won't we? <laughs> I was watching Albert's face on the monitor as he made that joke, and at no point was there an inner monologue of "Should I say this?" He just uh, straight out of it. <laughs> and in a what? <laughs> I mean, our listeners are pretty clever. I think they'll probably work it out. <laughs> I mean, it's quite base, isn't it? It's not. It's not. Have I got news for you? Highbrow shit. No, but it still hurt, Albert. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, it still hit home. Do we need to bleep out every single swear word from this? Well, we need to try. <laughs> That's my opinion of it. We don't need to do anything. You we say fail. we, it's not really our job, is it? There no. might be kids listening. Well, that's exactly Fuck it. <laughs> uh, can you just clarify what you mean by that? Uh, <laughs> metaphorically, I'm just checking that even saying metaphorically is okay. It's yeah. not. It's not. <laughs> <right. laughs> I, have to, I don't know if I told this on air. I did tell you uh, off off air, Bob. Um, but I just want to go over it again. Talking of the show being one long beep, there was that Christmas of a couple of years back where you got your nickname of libelous mouth, Terence, wasn't there? Where and I actually found the recordings a few months back, and I was like, "Oh, brilliant!" I put this together as a little bonus episode and sent it out to everyone who. Um, you donated on the on the Kickstarter thing we we did and all that stuff. Uh, and then I listened to it to see what it would be lo- what we'd be able to keep in there. Nothing. It'd be <laughs> it, it just it'd just be the occasional sort of <laughs> linking word of an and or a the or an is or something like that. And they just bleep after bleep after bleep. I mean, you were drunk, but it was totally. Thankfully, now I have. A, there's a reason for this, right? So. Up until this season, the Victory Club, where I drink pretty much, um, sold this cider called Happy Days. And I'm pretty sure that there was some kind of like drug in there as well. Oh, I know it. Just alcohol. Scrumpy, isn't it? That's the thing. It's scrumpy cider, I think. Yeah, Cloud, so cloudy cider. Exactly does a different right. thing to your brain. Yeah. So I'd always drink like five or six pints of that. And um, after a while, I found out that it turned me very wiggy. <laughs> So, um, yeah, <laughs> thankfully that stuff isn't there anymore. So if we do a podcast where I say just drunk, you know, a few pints of some nice hipster ale, I will, I'll be fine. Yeah, you and your hipster ale. Uh, it's a little bit like, uh, you know, have you drunk had old Rosie? You know about this, don't you, Luz? Because obviously I drink yes. that. Um, you have to have an old Rosie drinking partner because you can't, if you drink it on your own, you are so far removed from what everyone else is doing. <laughs> So you just, you just, you just no point. But, um, Didn't you drink a litre of it at mine? I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I was struggling, but the best thing was it was uh, our mate Bert, who's also called Ian, <laughs> which is good. Um, he, he was my old, old Rosie drinking partner for the night, and uh, we got to midnight. Uh, everyone was in a little bit of a dance, and he f- just fell straight over, complete, almost completely unconscious on the dance floor, just lying there. And we didn't, still didn't really know what to do. Everyone sort of stopped for a minute. And the landlord comes up, picks him up when he's so he's horizontal, and turns him vertical, puts him on his feet, and he immediately began dancing again. It's the best thing I've ever seen in my life. It just I don't know how, I don't know how he did it. 
Is it the sort of drunk where your your head's okay, but your body's just not? (laughs) Quite possibly. That was New Year's Eve, and I know exactly what we were dancing to, because we were dancing to Baby Give It Up and all chanting Uh, Melee Jedinac. (laughs) Where is he? And he just, like, I don't know, he kind of almost did a 180-degree turn. (laughs) was just flat on his back. It was hilarious. I've got an old Rosie story. Cool. It's a little bit, a little. It's it's slightly more sinister. But I was, um, I was drinking with a few people who were staying. It was, I think it was Liverpool away, uh, maybe the second season we went there. So we'd won as well, and everyone was staying up, and um, I was coming back. So um, off I went, like several pints of Old Rosie deep to the um, to the station to get on the train, and in front of me there was a platform nowhere like you've got trains on either side of the platform yeah and um one side of the platform almost like completely down the middle of the platform was packed with people and the other side was completely empty so i was just like now i'm not standing there i'm just gonna go and like walk down a bit and off i walk like wander down there next thing you know i get yanked back on my shoulder when i'm about halfway down the platform and i'll turn around there's a virgin train guard there who has basically manhandled me and How'd I you know it's a virgin? <laughs> <laughs> I think they all are. <laughs> and um, I turned never around. never come on time. <laughs> well, I never early. And that's what you're suggesting there. So. But um, yeah, so I just turned around. And I'm, I'm in the middle of like Liverpool thinking, you know, what, I'm, I've got a palace scarf on. Is it someone attacking me? Like, what's going on? So I turn around like with, a, with game face on. And then just see this guard there. And he's like can't you and swears at me can't you effing hear me calling you and um to which i just pointed at my like headphones in my ears i was like do you need me to explain to you what these things are do you do you, do you know what they do you know what they do mate <laughs> and um he said come back and show me your ticket and i was just basically told him where to get off and walked back down the other end of the platform and then about five minutes later three old bill walk over to me and they're like um why haven't you shown your man this ticket and i was like did he tell you that your man handled me swore at me and then um tried to march me down the other end of the platform and they turned and looked at him and was like is this true he was like no this isn't true i was like well it's his word against mine and i'm telling you it's true so um I refused to show my ticket, even though I had one. That's, and that's old Rosie. He just turned me into yeah. this like really mouthy little yeah. thug. Yeah, exactly. Basically, not a thug. Don't, don't, don't go all Sussex police on me. <laughs> I've got to say, I thought the bit when you said you told him where to get off was like you were like role reversal and you were going to be the train operator <laughs> and give him advice on his journey. Mugged him for his jacket kicked everyone off the train <laughs> had you know, three bottles of water in first class <laughs> i also behave like an arsehole at liverpool due to drink but i haven't really got a way of telling that in a story in a, in a sort of charming story like you did so i'm gonna leave it sharing <laughs> 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 stuff with people um, yeah well no, yours was time. more like um that scene from um football factory where you end up <laughs> It handcuffed in the back of the van opposite loads of other fans. <laughs> I should have been. Someone should. I, I swear someone should have taken the Stanley to me. <laughs> I was talking about Liverpool pubs, shouting at them. Calling them all Everton fans. I don't know what was wrong. Oh, dear. Good times. Good times. I'm friends with such reprobates. Hey, I don't, that's why I don't drink anymore. I don't know how we did those first few years of the show when I just have no memory of the game. <laughs> I remember, I remember, I remember how being drunk at games and thinking, "Well, there's no way I could have done a show about that." And checking and finding out that I did do a show about. It. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> yeah, there's a couple of Sheffield Wednesday games where, well, oh, no idea. That's the one where I spoke to Bubs, who does the Palace Minute. I had a nice 20-minute conversation with him. You know, apparently I was I was very, you know, erudite. <laughs> we, had, we had a lovely chat. And then right at the end of the chat, I went to him, I'm not going to remember any of this tomorrow. You do know that, right? And then he messaged me on uh, homestyle.net the next day. Do you remember meeting me? No. <laughs> Sorry, mate. And that's all for today, boys and girls. Oh, come on, it's no good crying about it. There'll be another episode tomorrow, you impatient little f- In the meantime... Please like and share this ho 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 Homestel Radio Godvent calendar in order to help us raise more money for the Palace for Life Foundation. See you tomorrow. Merry Christmas. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.